0: Hey, friends, I'm Crystal Kate Bonham, and you're listening to the Off the Bike Podcast. I created this conversation because I believe in community. I mean, isn't that what we're all here for? So whether you're an instructor looking to grow your influence, a fitness guru searching for that next level experience, or an entrepreneur at heart looking for growth in your career, join us as we unclip, hop off the bike, and dig into creating an extraordinary life. Today, I'm doing something that scares the crap out of me. I'm hopping on this show completely solo and talking about some real raw things that I've been processing for the last few months. So buckle up, because as I say in class all the time, it's going to get weird. And by weird, I mean we're going to wade through things that make us uncomfortable but force us to grow. It's like that cheesy but real saying, if you're not growing, you're dying. Are you up for it? (laughs) Okay, let's unclip and dig in. You know when you give your friend, your sister, your brother advice that you know is on point and that they need to hear? Then one day you kind of look in the mirror and realize that advice was actually for you all along. Yep, that's what we're going to talk about today. So for those of you who know me, you know it's been nearly a month since I walked away from my last indoor cycling studio. I'm literally living that off-the-bike life right now, and no, I never planned for this to be that way, but it's 2020, so why not throw a wrench in that stationary bike? Ultimately, I did this because I had to follow my own advice. My why behind everything that I do is to elevate human connection. I encourage my riders, friends, coworkers, and community to be conscious role models for the lives they directly and indirectly impact. It's on each of us to build a better, kinder world by changing that which we can. The fitness industry, it's pretty tough, I'm not going to lie. It's competitive, it's fierce, it's driven by a really heavy emphasis on how one looks, their personality, their popularity, their ability to motivate and inspire others. You're expected to be equal parts guru and life coach. Ultimately, if you've got enough grit and you're in it for the right reasons, you'll make it. But hey, you can say that about any business. Competition is not new to me. I was a college athlete. I'll even be the first to admit that when I was a younger instructor and at times when I helped open studios in new, unfamiliar markets, there were many times that I felt insecure. But jealous? Eh. I just put my head down and got to work. Friend, whether you're in the fitness industry or not, you have to be willing to set boundaries. You have to acknowledge when toxicity is imminent, and then you have to take action. In this situation, in my case, the dilemma came when I started to see colleagues demeaning and mocking not just me, but my writers, our community. I may not be able to change a business that I don't own, but I do have the power to change my position. I can choose to leave. It's like the old saying, don't get worked up over things you can't change or people you can't change. They're not worth the anger or the heartache. Control only what you can and let go of the rest. And that's just it. The hard truth is that we can't control how people treat us or others. In reality, there's some mean and ugly people out there, but no, their behavior, it's not a reflection of you. It's a reflection of them and their own lack of self-worth. But there's also warm, loving, and kind people out there. Like so many of my writers who I've formed an amazing community with, And like you, listeners, you're the light of this industry, so thank you for being here and showing up. You know, we really do have a choice who we surround ourselves with. It's empowering to live life in that realization. For me, that meant I had to take control of myself and the environment I allowed myself to be subjected to. It meant that although I felt a pivot was imminent, that change was going to happen at some point in my future, my timeline was moved up, like way up. This is not exactly how I thought I'd make a change in my life, but sometimes we have to make tough decisions in unexpected and, let's face it, uncertain times. We moved to Texas in January 2019. About a month ago, I taught my 400th ride here in Cedar Park and later that morning, submitted my resignation. It was a weird feeling, equal parts sad to not share in that daily experience that's really part of who I am and for all the relationships I've built with my riders but it was also refreshing and liberating. I love my writers. I love teaching. Being in that room, it's what I live for. And that's why I lasted 400 rides here in Texas. A lot of people in life accept being demeaned, bullied and attacked, and I accepted it for far too long. I would tell myself, oh, this is the last time, you know, they don't really mean what they've said to me or how I've been treated or, you know, I just need to stick with this, tough it out, it'll all be better in a few days, a few weeks, a few months, it became a pattern. Does that sound familiar? You know, my mom used to tell me we can't change the spots on a leopard and that hit me really hard when I started to take a real hard look in the mirror at how we've been treated. If 2020 has provided all of us with anything, it's been time, time to reflect on who we want to be and how we want to live our lives. I've decided, and I hope you'll join me in deciding, that life is too short to be used and abused as an emotional punching bag. Relationships all require mutual respect. Whether it's an intimate partner, a lifelong or newfound friend, a professional colleague even, respect is the driving force in the ultimate success or failure of that relationship. And you know where it starts? It starts with you. Yep, I said it, it starts with you. Do you have self-respect? Having self-respect means you have the self-awareness to know how you wanna be treated, paired with the empathy to live out the golden rule. Yeah, I'm getting real cheesy here, but live unto others as you would have others live unto you. So after a year and a half in Texas, and nearly a decade's worth of experience in the indoor cycling world, I thought I'd share a few things that I've learned from choosing to hang up the mic, at least for this moment. We're just gonna, we're gonna jump right in. These three principles are universal and have really played a role in the decisions that I've made this year in 2020. All right, first and foremost, number one, comparison is the thief of joy. And it's also just kind of lame. I can only speak to my own experience and from stories I've heard from other instructors, but the common denominator is jealousy. Jealousy stemming from the need to compare ourselves to others, to live up to some manufactured version of us. It's the root cause of so much of our pain. It destroys not only people, but it destroys studios. So what to do? Identify when those feelings pop up and then yeah, dig deep and identify where and why those feelings are present. It's not fun and it's definitely messy, but understanding your own triggers will allow you to identify which feelings to give space to. Take this piece of advice from Eleanor Roosevelt. No one can make you feel inferior without your own consent. Second, participation trophy culture has destroyed the concept of hard work. Now, I feel like this could be the subject of like 37 podcast episodes, but listen up. The world does not owe you anything. This is about you taking control of your life and your circumstances. If you're unhappy, get to work. Do the research. The notion that you get to succeed no matter what your input has created two types of people. The first group are people that recognize success and are willing to put in the work to achieve their own. The second group are stepladder folks that use successful people as rungs on a ladder in order to elevate themselves. Ew. So what can we do? We can be people, a community that recognizes success and celebrates it. It's not about competing with your fellow instructors or the studio across the street. It's about honing in on our emotions so that we can identify when we're feeling insecure, identify when the comparison starts to creep in. And then when you notice yourself looking as someone who's successful and thinking of them as the enemy, friend, we have to nip that in the bud. Check in with your emotions. Emotions are our driving factor. So instead of looking at someone who's successful as the enemy or your competition, instead, try looking at them as a resource. Take their classes, as many as you can. Ask them who their mentors are, what books, videos, courses they've taken, what's helped them grow. Most people that I've met, they want to share their experience You just have to ask. There's enough room for all of us. Remember, energy is not static. Energy attracts energy. Decide which kind you wanna magnify and then surround yourself with those kind of people. Number three, you can choose to remove yourself from a toxic environment. Ugh, this is a hard one for me. Toxic relationships really suck. Whether it's a friendship, whether it's an intimate relationship, whether it's in the workplace. Abusive behavior has a pattern. As a people pleaser, you, like me, likely want to see the good in everyone, sometimes to a fault. You probably think you can fix someone or something that's creating stress in your life. Friend, stop wasting your energy on people that don't deserve it. Find your gift and magnify it. Don't feel the need to make yourself small because others can't manage their own emotions. You were made for more than just mediocrity. That might be an unpopular opinion, but it's real. Stay in your lane, ditch distracting things or people, get real with your why, and then go all in on crafting the life that you want. So what's next? (laughs) I'm using this transition to build. I've said it a billion times, but the energy, learning, and light that we experience within the four walls of a studio, it doesn't stop there. Now I get to take that and bring it both here to the podcast and to some new projects that are in the works. I hope that this episode has caused you to reflect on your why and given you a little dose of motivation to make tough decisions when necessary. And thanks for being there for me when I need you most. Big things are waiting for us friends, so let's get to work.